my name is Liam. You're listening to New and Approved on Sin. And across from the table from me, I have Leif Volubik. Did I say that correctly? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think so, then that's... Well, it, sometimes when I, I sensed a bit of nervousness around the O, between the O ah, and okay. the L, and that could have been just, you know, it could have been a number of things. Right. Just, but I would say leave follow back. That's, okay. that's what you said. You know? That was more or less what I said. That's I kind of overemphasized the O, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you got excited and then nervous in the oh, between the O and the L. Confidence start, yeah. didn't quite stick away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually part French myself. Uh, I mean, not exactly the same as French-Canadian, but... Which part? Um, uh, Corsica. Oh, yeah. like Napoleon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not the one we like to be remembered for. You don't like Napoleon? <laughs> oh. No, no. We, there was another guy. It's ironic because I can't remember his name. But... I mean, okay, sorry. <laughs> nice. I was like, I guess you can not like Napoleon. I never thought about... Like, I thought pe- people were, like, just, like, it's just Napoleon. Like, it's kind of impressive, you know? It's not yeah. all good and all bad. It's just, like, an intense figure. It's like Genghis Khan. You know, you're just like, oh. Genghis like, Khan was pretty bad. Yeah, no, but it's, like, an insane <laughs> figure. Like, it's just, like, a very revolutionary, ins- like, an incredibly powerful, history-changing figure. Yeah. I don't think it's about a good or bad. I think it's just, like, this, like, oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. I was just, like, I was just like you know, he brought all kinds of things, that Napoleon guy. No, no, that's that's Anyhow, a very stupid. I didn't mean to. I mean, classic Napoleonic complex, right there. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you listening at home, um, actually, would you would you mind detailing your heritage just so we can make that whole conversation clear to people as to uh, where exactly you are from? Where I'm from? Yeah, uh, I'm Canadian. <laughs> yeah, but with like bits of. Uh, well, uh, my mom's French Canadian, and uh, so I'm French Canadian. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and my dad's family is Norwegian. Yeah. I mean, but you know, from like hundred years ago now. <laughs> right. Okay, okay. So it's one of the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair yeah. Enough. Yeah. It's funny how when you get older, you're like, oh, yeah, that wasn't this century. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, does it really? Am yeah. I counting this still? I well, think, it's I think in there. The name is sticking around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it'd be nice too, anyway. Um, so I imagine then that you wouldn't really speak any. I don't know what. I speak are. a little Norwegian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Not then. great. I, you know, enough. But you do speak French because you spent time working on your music in France, right? Uh, oh, that was just... I, I've recorded a little bit toward a bit in France, but I speak French because I grew up speaking French with my mom. Right, right. French-Canadian, yeah. like, mm-hmm. different like, dialect. And, yeah. yeah. No, that's like cool. A, it's a great accent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the real one. <laughs> speaking of... Actually, I don't know. Is is uh, Sigurdos... Um, Icelandic. Icelandic, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I thought it was really cool just because I did a little, I did a little deep dive on on all the things Leaf, um, and I found out that you cited him um, as kind of like where your sound lies a bit. Oh yeah, I think before, like yeah, I used, this was a while ago. Well, it's yeah. funny, it's a, it's really in. I think it's still in there. I think sonically, I think it's just such a great recording like somehow just with a guitar and a drum you just really go they really are able to paint pictures sonically and I just I find that it's hard a lot of bands don't it's almost like they don't see it that way in a you know a painting landscape kind of way right a recording and it's more like okay get a good drum sound get a good guitar sound get a good vocal sound but there's people like Daniel Lanois or like even Van Morrison to a certain extent that they kind of like paint more when they're recording like this each sound has its own real space yeah so anyway, yeah 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 textures and yeah and like talk talk do you know that band 
No. Talk talk like talking. Yeah, they're they're they were a big Cigarose influence. Then I found out that that was a big influence on Cigarose. Then I got into Talk Talk. Right. Their are they records... Icelandic as well? No, no, they're they're I don't know what are they English? They had that song that Gwen Stefani covered. Um, it's my life. Oh, I should know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> you can cut this out. This was out. definitely a bit before my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, so they they had that single and like the story, which I don't know if it's true or not. Um, uh, but. Uh, yeah, they, they got really massively popular with that song, and then the next records, they kind of went full, like, Sgt. Pepper. You know, like, just like, we don't want to be pop stars, we want to make art. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this record, Spirit of Eden, it's, like, the one of the best records. A Desert Island record, easily. And it, for me, it kind of started replacing Cigarose in my diet, just because it's so... And I, I, I had heard that Cigarose like covered on soundcheck on something, you know, when I was deep oh, into it, you know, okay, okay. you're like, okay, so it is, there's a connection. And if you listen to it, there is a big, you know, it's these really heavy, but slow grooves. Yeah. That's what seems to create that kind of space. And I think that's kind of what my last two records of mine are. It's like, like I try to create space by having space between the kick and the snare, and then you can put stuff in there. Sure. You know, yeah, soundscaping. Mm -hmm. The faster the beat, the harder it is to paint. Yeah. I think, but then sometimes when it's really fast, you can just put lots of little stuff, you know, like... Yeah, little yeah, details like, and little, yeah. It gets a little more princey, but it, yeah, anyway, whatever. I was going to remark on, actually, um, the the new album, New Ways. I really did enjoy that that space that you were putting in the, the drums and, like, I, I found that the way you set up the grooves really gave you a lot of space to work um, where... I'm pretty sure you're uh, very comfortable with like with the keys and with the mm -hmm. um, the guitars as well because you're a multi instrumentalist, correct? You, yeah, I play guitar, piano, and right. a couple other things. If it's got strings, I can kind of play with it. Oh, you can play. Um, well, I, play I grew up playing violin and stuff. Is it you doing the strings in the record? No, I hire people. I, I just nothing I, wrong with that. I, well, I just get. To, I'm just. I quit the violin because I'm really pitchy. And so I just hire people that aren't pitchy. Sure. You know what I mean? No, it's that's like, fair. It's like, I can cook. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, write a rough recipe for someone else and then yeah. let them use their expertise mm -hmm. to yeah. make the dish. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hope we justify things. Oh, I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be either. No, that's awesome. Um, actually, routing back to Sugo for a second, I also found that it was interesting that after citing that influence and, and talk talk, you then went to, on to work with one of his producers. I can't remember the uh, name uh, off the top of my head. You mean a, a cigarose? Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tom. This guy Tom Glody. Uh, yeah, Tom Glody. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tom. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, he just. I don't listen to that much new music, mm -hmm. and when I do, it's usually like because it sounds really good uh, to me. To me, it sounds really good, and. Often, what happens is two records that I love. I, I'll read the liner notes, and then, uh, in, in in one case, Tom's name showed up in a couple different records, and mm. I was like, "Who's this guy that's on making really different sounds, but great?" So I worked with him for a bit. He was great. And then Chris Allen mixed the the last record. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he recorded <laughs> that cigarette record with the naked people on it. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he recorded that one. That that record sounds really good. It's such a beautiful sounding record. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so Chris Allen recorded that one, and so I I had kept him in mind as someone I wanted to work with for years. And then when I was looking for someone to tighten up the mixes, mm. because 
I had mixed it with someone else as far as I could, and I realized it still didn't sound good, and I needed someone else to... I would, can't give myself my own haircut. Like, it's just mess in the back, yeah. you know? And so, um, it's not, you know, so it's, you're just not objective, and so, and, and, and talented, really, at one point. And so, uh, yeah, Chris Allen just has this, he works at this place called Sear Sound in New York, which is like, like, been there since the 60s okay um 70s maybe and you know yoko ono and john lennon were like friends with the owner and there's like damn hello you know um walter like that's crazy history, yoko yeah. sign thing and then d'angelo records there and you know everybody it's like a like a really like like all analog it's a really beautiful studio and yeah and like it's still there somehow all the other studios you know get turned into lofts and stuff so he's the chief engineer there sure and he like uh he mixed, he mixed it. <laughs> I don't need to tell you all the stuff they did. I all just, right, that's cool. He's just that's really, cool. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean, only the best, right? Uh, well, it's uh, everything's subjective, but I think he's pretty great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so what was the process before that? Like, where where were you spending most of your time working on new ways? And, like, how did you get around to that point? You mean like the re- where I recorded it? Yeah. Um, well, the, there's a studio called Break Glass in Montreal that I've always kind of recorded at. It's like kind of, I just know the, the engineer there, and I'm very comfortable there, and it's not as expensive as like going to the States. So it's like, and I need a lot of time. When I was younger, I would like book a week and then record a whole record, and the tempo of the songs would be fast because I would be actually... St- like, ta- like like a, a person talking too fast because they're stressed out, Yeah, you know? <laughs> and so... I do that, so I was like, oh, I need to, like, produce myself, and as a producer, I'd be like, okay, Leaf, you need to relax, and we're going to book you two weeks, and you just, like, show up when you want and record when you want, and then that chilled me out. You know, I had to, like, divide my brain into two. Anyhow, so Break Glass is kind of comfortable space for me, and so we basically did the whole record there. I just go in with a drummer yeah. and, uh, you know, have lunch, sit around, talk about music, and then be like, okay, now, let's go play now. And then we try it, and yeah, a lot of trial and error. And then we record a bit in, in, in Los Angeles at uh, Capitol Records, which is like this Studio B, which is, the reason I went there was because the last Bob Dylan record was recorded there, and it, I thought the sound of it was good. And then a couple other things were recorded there. Patrick Watson's last record, or the one before, was recorded there, and same thing, I was checking out the liner notes, and I'm like, oh, it's the same room in L.A. that I like the sound of, so I I just book it. It's, like, not complicated. Yeah. There's no other room that I'm into. Yeah, no, that's So fair. you just go, oh, that sounds good. What room is it? Okay. Was it? And you think you're going to have to pick between two rooms, and it's the same room. Yeah. So I always find that funny. Yeah. I tend to be really drawn to acoustic spaces, so I kind of... I mean, it makes sense considering what we've just said about, like, soundscaping and, like, yeah. that space of Well, things. because the space is the space like space is space yeah. so if you record drums <laughs> and sing in a room that's the that's the acoustic space that you're going to hear on your headphones yeah. when you're in a car or on a train like you're moving that space and another way of doing it is recording everything in a in like a dead dead studio like this one for instance and then adding the reverb after but then yeah. you're it's you know it's like photoshop to me in a way like and it, that's a really valid and exciting thing to do where you can really control everything. It'd be like being in, in an animation studio. Yeah. But I find that the what I can't control is way more interesting, and the, the natural acoustics of a room I don't understand sure. is, is like really satisfying. And then you can 
place overdubs inside of that space, you know, and I, something else happens, I think. Would you say it's also kind of like an emotional space as well, like that kind of vibe of the room? Yeah, it's funny because we're, we're all sensitive to that kind of thing, and I think when I'm playing music, yeah, if I'm in a dead room, I'm feeling nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then, <laughs> it's just cold. Yeah, and it's like, you know, why do people go on vacation? Like, what is that? You know, it's like, you, well, you literally just want to change everything that you're seeing, smelling. Uh, yeah. Why? What does that do to you? I don't know. Like, it's real. And so it's like going somewhere that is, I don't know if inspiring is the word, but just a presence about it. That, yeah, that, an atmosphere. Yeah, that just imbues the music, and who knows? And sometimes it's, I try not to look at who's recorded there before, because af- afterwards I Googled it, and it's like, you know, all the Beach Boys records, Frank Sinatra, Nat King Cole. I knew Nat Whoa. King Cole. No, Studio B is like, it's like, oh, it's like most of, you know, like everything from this, like from the 40s to like the 80, 80s, maybe. That's wild. Oh, yeah. No, they were like, yeah. They were, he's like, do you want to sing into Frank's microphone? And I'm like, we can try it, but I know my voice doesn't sound that good on on like really nice microphones. It sound better on bad microphones. Okay. I find and so I didn't use it. Interesting. <laughs> we ended up using this $100 microphone from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's Just yeah. to be in the same, like... Yeah, it's weird. But also it's like, you know. Yeah, okay. I mean, you, I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, it could be intense, I guess, but it's... You, that's why you have to not feel that way. Sure. You, you don't be like, oh, I gotta... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can't let the pressure get to you because that would completely defeat the purpose of giving yourself those two weeks. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I couldn't really afford two weeks there, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but I did do five days, <laughs> which I also couldn't afford. Uh, yeah. But. Well, routing back a little bit to that idea of like... Um, not rushing, but but doing things quickly. Uh, there was a kind of an outlier uh, on on your record, the the second song, I think it was, oh, yeah. where you did the like the triplet, like more spoken wordy kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. was very intrigued by that because because um, seemed reminiscent of like hip hop style, like because m- the modern sound now in, in the wordplay is uh-huh. like I just it just had a similar flow to me. Yeah, I was very like okay, yeah. This is not very leaf from what I've heard in the past, but so it sticks out to you, does it? Yeah. Uh huh. I was hoping it wouldn't, you know, okay. that it would just kind of because it's the same. It's just yeah, it's just triplets, right? right. <laughs> or like or like it's the everything else is the same. Yeah, but and it, it's not it's to just, say it's something that you can't use. It's just it just yeah. to me it just came. Yeah, it did strike me as very different. Yeah, uh, I do really like certain hip hop if the lyrics are really okay. Um, I mean, I like a lot of hip hop if if the lyrics are really touching I just any music actually mm. the lyrics are bogus or like I think <laughs> morally bankrupt or um, emotionally stagnant or facile <laughs> like I can't yeah. I can't do it it's like it doesn't matter how you know how great the sound is if, if, if I, I find out that the person's heart is just you know not in the right place I can't listen to it yeah so I basically only listen to Kendrick (laughs) and then uh yeah and then you know Tribe Called Quest you know like just like but like I don't know much just I'm just slowly getting into that kind of thing but it's very to me it's the same as is like and who who else likes hip-hop not that much but enough I guess is Bob Dylan but like for me like like Rolling Stone is like you know his first you know, foray into that. It's basically it's the same. Right. It's as if he if he 
he's basically writing that line if if the production was different you know yeah once upon a time just so fine for the bums time and you're primed and you like it's like full on yeah, like no you're right no that's just it's 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 just poetry rhythm and like complex internal rhymes which is what hip-hop does was i don't know that much but like you know, two tears in a bucket, I cry with you, I can never lie with you. <laughs> never forward, not to afford, never put the plans to the side with you, never see a red light with like a deer headlight. You know, like it's just like so good. And it's all internal and, and there's, but something happens when you have that many lyrics quickly in, in succession, um, uh, succession, you have like, you're able to put in a lot more images without them being, without them clashing because you're, you're showing such a, uh, there's such a cornucopia <laughs> Of, of colors, of yeah, it's so quick, you know. And it's like, and you know, and, and he's like, um, told me this with the noodles on the pan. Uh, I know you, woman. I console you, woman. You feel like the universe owes you, woman. The anticipation, hoping you can make it. It's like so. There's so much information that you actually zoom out and you kind of get that eye of God feeling because it's happening so fast, and it's in un, in a controlled state. It's a, it's very similar um, to like you know. I don't know. It, it, it's a different perspective, but it accomplishes the same thing. And so if I want to say something that is more complex and a bit chaotic, I find that saying it over the course of like a 10-minute song slowly won't have the right effect. Either. Right. Because then all of a sudden we're dwelling on the words too much. Mm. And it's more about the, the, you know. The bigger the, picture. Yeah. And like how the, all these words flow together. Because like when Bob Dylan goes like, you ride on your horse with your... Napoleon and his diplomat like it's it's a very I find them the visuals are actually quite ugly and chaotic but he says it so quickly that it's the idea of excess you know the idea of so much happening to being overwhelmed and the overwhelming feeling is is the bigger image you know what I mean yeah anyhow so I find now that just yeah that just made it all fit back together into into leaf for me. That's okay, great. great. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of yeah, like making that that big picture, of the painting, and then like what we were saying before about soundscape uh-huh. and like that whole yeah, it all becomes this one yeah yeah nice and like the rhythm, <laughs> the rhythm of it too. You get so much information when you are rhythmic with your voice. It's so it's so effective mm. it, and it's so emotionally engaging to have so much information when you're singing rhythmically and usually I don't really sing that rhythmically it's pretty like floaty mm. so it's just basically putting more drums in the vocal yeah you know but uh, yeah I, but I mean I haven't figured it out that's why it's kind of like oh I, that felt good but like whoa that's interesting like you know yeah no I I was certainly intrigued by it mm. so I'd be interested to see if you were to employ it more in the future I feel or... like I did on the on the next track but but more closer to to what I'm comfortable with okay. you know like and that there's a track called Hot Tears and that one to me it's the same uh, it's like a hip hop groove we recorded it and the drums didn't sound right so I actually got brought that one to this guy named Chris Shaw who mixed a Bob Dylan record Modern Times which is great and also um, uh, uh, F- Fear of a Black Planet what's that band called again um, Public Enemy Public Enemy so I was like oh what this song to me would be hip hop groove with Bob Dylan-y lyrics yeah you know and so it got a bit more clear so um yeah I had him like remix the drums as a sample like like a basically a four minute sample like not a loop but like I got him to treat yeah, the drums as, yeah, you, as okay. you would treat um like live drums mm-hmm. I brought him cuts and yeah I, I just told him like uh I sent him this Bill Withers song uh Use Me you know that one I did not boom dark 
I really feel so good getting used. It. You know, you don't know. I'd probably like, recognize it if I heard it. I'm just Anyhow, really a, not on it right there's now. There's a break in it. <laughs> I was into that song and a lot of Bill Withers, and then, um, and then I and I was into this one specific Kendrick song um, at one point, which is uh, not Dinosaurs, but the first part. Um, sing about me. Sing about me. Thank you. Yeah. It's it, and then randomly I found out that the Bill Withers song I was listening to was sampled. It's the the break of that song is oh. is the, that yeah is sing about me that's the break and so then I, I brought him I was like okay this is what the Bill Withers drums sound like and then this is what the sing about me drums sound like and I want you to treat my drums in a similar I want you to crush them and crunch them like I, like they did for this sample but right. I don't want you to sample my drums I just want you to like process the drums anyhow so that was my other <laughs> no, hip hoppy cool. thing but I think it was closer to what I've done before and so I think it passed <laughs> better I think it got I think it connected better maybe hmm I am conscious of how much time we, we've spent although this conversation has been really good we should move further towards the fact that you are um, currently in Australia like you're in studio with me right now you're on tour is this your uh, first time this touring is, Australia? This is my second time. Second time yeah. touring Australia. I was here a year and a half ago opening for Angie McMahon. Oh, that's right, yes. I don't know how to say it anymore. Um, she said Angie I said it wrong. Angie McMahon. Yeah, McMahon. McMahon. Mc... You, you, See, now you're saying it. it. No, no. How do you say it? McMahon. See? Oops. <laughs> See, that sounds the same to me. It's. I couldn't tell. I thought it was your act. See, because I, I thought it was the Australian accent mm. trying to say McMahon. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it sounds like. Anyhow, I'm sorry. <laughs> you went on tour with her. <laughs> yeah, she she actually invited me to come open for her. Yeah. It was like the hugest gift. They like flew me over to play these shows. That's awesome. And so it was like my first time in Australia. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like hooked and uh, and she's the best. And then she sang on my record. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So now I'm here again. Now you're here touring with Ainsley Wills. Yeah, who's um, amazing. Yes, she's awesome. Uh, this is kind of a home turf tonight for, for her because she spends a lot of her time here in Melbourne and you're performing in Melbourne tonight and you said that it's sold out. Yeah, Congratulations. yeah. Congratulations. Well, yeah, I think it's mostly Ainsley. <laughs> hey, well. <laughs> yeah, so we're playing tonight and then we're playing in Sydney and uh, and then I'm, I'm going to go to Tasmania mm-hmm. on uh, Saturday. I have Saturday. yet to have anyone not say Desi after I say Tasmania. Like, I don't know what's going on. Now that you've brought it up, I'm going to yeah. try really hard not to. Because I, I actually kept talking. I was like, I wasn't going to let you yeah. say But you were like, oh, Tazzy. Yeah. Like, it's, it's almost like, you know, if I imagine like going to Tazzy, would you not be like, whoa, he's like getting a little bit, it nah. should be a little bit more formal with our island. I feel like you're, you're, yeah. you're getting into the uh, the spirit just, of shortening words. Yeah. It's a very yeah, Aussie thing to very do. Very Aussie. <laughs> My God, it's so Aussie. They do it with their own word to yeah, themselves. Yeah, exactly. Considering that Saturday, this will go up Friday night. So if you want to maybe give that Saturday show a plug. Yeah. For anyone anyone in Tasmania. Yeah. It's, an, it's a national show. Yeah. Anyone <laughs> in Tasmania, hurry over to the Panama Festival, yeah. which I think is, I don't know if that one's oh, sold out. Oh, it's a festival. It's a festival, yeah. Oops. Yeah. That's okay. No, it'll be yeah, great. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe, yeah, I don't think that we're going to generate too much more traffic towards a festival, to yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> I, think I think they're kind of independent of their own uh-huh. little things. Um, that's awesome, though. That that would be just throwing things out again, but is that the first time doing a festival in Australia? Yes. Well, thought- we did. I, technically, we, we were in Brisbane a few days ago doing the 
Nine Lives Festival, but okay. it was more of an indoor festival. Right. So maybe, you know. It counts. It's, it kind of like was striding the line of like, you know, you know what I mean? Like when yeah. it's like a venue-y festival, I feel like this will feel more, you know, th- people are going to have tents. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the first the time difference. people will be tenting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know. Well, congratulations. That's, that's, um, that is definitely a milestone. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Many milestones <laughs> to come. Um, so... We'll play two songs because I'll cut this interview into into two parts. We'll play one song in the middle and one song at the end of this interview. Which songs would you like people to hear? Whatever ones you think your people want to hear. Okay. Whatever one you think will connect with your your people. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> I I'll think that's that the out. best way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so new new ways. The album by Leaf. Could you could you Volibank? please spell the name for people? Q R T X X S Q eight. I'm gonna give it a crack off the top of my head. No, it's okay. I don't want you to. Do you want it? I think I think I have it. I think it's V O double L E B E double K. That's it. Yep. That's the one. Uh, it sounds research. very similar to my joke, actually. That's how many letters there are. You know. Yep. Like a, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's for for all you uh, listening to new and approved. If you want to take a listen to new ways, I hope that I've um, gotten them hook, line, and sinker with the two songs that I do play. And if not, then this this very in depth musicians would much appreciate conversation. Oh, great. I think I think will be a great starter for people that haven't heard you yet. Beautiful. And very intriguing for people that have and wanted to know a little bit more. Great. Um, so thank you very much for having this interview with thank me. Thank you, Liam. <laughs>